Welcome back to another episode of Countdown to Geek Town. This is Eric, along with my co-host Jesse. How you doing? Pretty good. This week's probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode. Jesse's been on vacation for the weekend. No, it's a small one. It was a whole quick, lot of driving. Quick getaway. Yeah. And uh, so, thankfully I made it back in time today to sit down and record episode 7. Yep. Almost um, two months. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, Almost double digits. Yeah. Um, we'll start this week off, as we always do, with a little bit of news. What do you got? Well, let's see here. I have breaking news. Civil War opened internationally first, as most movies have started to do. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger market. You know, I can kind of understand that. I just hate that I don't get to see it right yet. All right. But it opened up this weekend, and... It actually opened up to a $200 million weekend. Wow. 200.2 to be exact. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. And with with that in mind, it's going to chart better than uh, the Avengers did. So it's going to be record-smashing galore. Yeah. For Has sure. all the reviews been positive or what? Yeah, yeah. Every, everything about it is positive, which is, you know, which is really good because, you know, you... We've seen eleven of these or something like that, so yeah. we know they they can make good movies. We don't need critics to tell us that it's going to be good. I mean, I'm already pumped for it. For yeah, sure. I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, this is just going to kick off the whole season. I mean, Batman Superman kicked off the season really. I mean, I guess we'll see Daredevil, Deadpool. Uh, yeah, Deadpool. Man, I do that all the time. <laughs> uh, Deadpool kicked it off and then a month later it was superman batman now it's this a month later so it's like as soon as i get a little reprieve i'm back at it you yeah know? and i think it's going to be that way all year long do you think this will affect uh, the domestic box office at all uh domestic oh the international sales yeah being so high you think it'll make it higher here or it it might actually push the uh as if people weren't going to go in troves to see it anyway but it might actually make people who were on the fence about it it might sway them, them. Yeah. yeah um that being said you know how everybody said batman superman was a flop and it didn't do good and it was a terrible movie yeah. ranked like 20 percent uh it's past iron man it's past guardians of the galaxy wow i didn't it, realize it passed yeah. guardians and uh i think it I can't remember. I read something about it. It was pretty pretty close to passing another big, big Marvel movie, which is kind of strange because it's, it's been hush-hush for sure. Maybe it's the international numbers that are pushing it. Yeah. But, yeah, I I literally just read that on uh, on the Internet right before you come over, so I wrote that down real quick. Well, since we're on DC, I have a kind of a DC uh, note on oh, here. Okay. Uh, says the the flash director has left over creative differences really uh, his name's Seth Graham Smith who I looked him up because I'd never heard of him and he's actually never directed anything really so I mean it could be a positive I mean hmm. I don't oh so that's why they were saying I've I read that Aquaman's director will will leave after Aquaman. I have that on here too. Well, I actually have a different thing. James Wan is yeah. directing Aquaman, mm-hmm. and he's already feeling a tremendous amount. This is a quote: so a tremendous amount of trepidation, and he is deciding if the film is quotation worth the hassle. 
Yeah, you know why? Warner Brothers. Yeah, it's always Warner Brothers. Stop expecting these people to make a hit and set it up to be a hit. Just make a good movie. Yeah, we you have a built-in fan base already. Millions of people go watch uh, comic book movies every time it comes out. It doesn't have to be the the number one one. You don't get that overnight at all. Right. So I mean. You just have to make a good movie and and quit messing with. Uh, Stop expecting it to yeah. be the no, you know go up there to try and break Titanic or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just not make a good movie, that. and you know once you establish that universe, then you can start planning ahead, mm-hmm. like Marvel did. Yeah, make one decent good starting spot, and then go from there. I thought that's what they were doing with Justice League, but if they're going to pressure them every time, yeah. or not Justice League, I'm sorry, uh, Batman Superman. It's going to be terrible for them. Now, that being said, uh, I actually have some DC news as well. Okay. Um, they were talking about possible movie, uh, Batman movie stuff that Ben Affleck was working on. Right, the one he wrote himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody was thinking Red Hood, you know, because of the uh, obvious uh, Robin, uh, the Death in the Family yeah. Yeah, reference. But it actually said today that the Batman movie is rumored to have lots of villains. I was thinking, could this be Hush? You know, because that's a good starting... Yeah. Uh, you know, I said when I handed it to you that this is a good starting spot for anybody coming into this universe because it, it pretty much lays out like 12 or 13 villains yeah. that he deals with in that storyline. So, I mean, it, it would it would kind of be a universe-building thing. Yeah, that'd be good. Only for good Batman. Uh, let's see Let's see. The next one I have is NBC Universal, which is owned by Comcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, buys DreamWorks Animation oh, the, for $3.8 billion. Billion? Billion. So DreamWorks is only worth, what, $200 million less than LucasArts was? Yeah, that's crazy. And this is the company that bought you, you know, their, their big hits are Shrek and Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Um, uh, Disney, How to Train Your Dragon. You Disney know. bought Marvel and uh, LucasArts each for $4 billion each. Yeah. So DreamWorks is a money-making machine. I mean, yeah, I can kind of see that because kids' movies, they make bank. Well, I have on here, since 1998's Ants, that was our first mm-hmm. DreamWorks movie, mm-hmm. DreamWorks has brought in. This is more than, but you know, it's just a little bit over five billion. So in almost twenty years, they brought in five. So how are they worth? They're buying them out right now for three point seventy five percent of their yeah total revenue for twenty years. It just seems like maybe uh, NBC is like kind of planning on the future, you yeah. know, like hoping because I mean, like they're I'm looking at their their list right now of like the last four or five movies, and it's. Kung Fu Panda three, we which, could have a, a inflation in on that as well. Yeah, I, I didn't know if it had that on there, but Kung Fu Panda three is their, their latest one, which mm-hmm. made a lot total like domestics and international five hundred four million. That's a lot. Before that was Home, that was the uh, home. Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. He was the alien. It wasn't very good. I didn't like it that much. Oh. But it, I mean, it cost $135 million. But how much money do them damn Minion movies make? But that's not uh, DreamWorks. Are you sure? It's not on here. I'm, I thought for sure 
Uh, that was DreamWorks. It's not on here. I mean, <coughs> I could be wrong. Um, just uh, when you looked that up, because I was down in Universal, and they had Minions there, and Shrek. I mean, it it could it could be uh, somebody else. Are you looking that up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm just tuning out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say some more news I have here. Uh, Carl Urban. You know who that is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, well, he played in a movie called Dread, which was an extremely awesome movie. Well, there are, he he posted today that he, or no, he was at a comic book convention in Indiana or something like that, where he was asked if he would ever come back and play as Dread, because if you've ever seen this movie, this movie is awesome. Dread is a good, good comic book movie. It's very sim- similar to it. Well, he's actually, he says he's in talks with either Netflix or Amazon to make a streaming show. A series. Yeah, yeah a series of uh, uh, Dread itself. So I, for one, am looking very much Yeah, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Yeah, the I've really never good. read the comics, but I've heard that it's more closer to the comics than uh, oh, Stallone. Oh, Sly's. Oh, what's his name? Arm- Armand Asante or whatever his name is. <laughs> I, I like that movie because I grew up in that Oh, time. I, I loved it, was, it too. It, it had that big movie, giant but robot, but yeah. it was so stupid. Yeah. Looking back on it now. But I mean, it's got Rob Schneider in it's it. It's 95. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was it was the era of cheese for sure. Yeah. Did you find anything out about Minions? It says Illumination. Hmm? I don't know who that is. Me neither. That's on their, on their poster. It says Illumination Presents Minions. Did you yeah. type in... I'm on IMDb. I was going to say, maybe type in, does DreamWorks own... Who made Minions? Mm. Who owns it, maybe. Minions. Click, 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 click. Universal. Distributed by... Boom. Look at the big brain on Jesse. That's not NBC. That's Comcast. Universal. It's not on their list of movies. <laughs> well, your list is wrong. I'm on Wikipedia. Wikipedia is never wrong. You don't need Wikipedia. Of... You have Jesse. Uh, Jesse, Jesse. Jesse's not the smartest man in the room, but I know dumb shit. It's not on here. He doesn't count. You're wrong. No, no. Moving on. <laughs> what do you got next, bitch? Oh, oh me? It's my turn. Yeah, that's what I thought. This one's one I'm kind of excited about. Okay. He's excited about... Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, okay. who's continued to do, I mean, I know he did that, the Jim, uh, uh, Jim Henson Creature Shop on Sci-Fi, mm-hmm. it's like a, kind of like a reality type Oh, show. it's a whole show? Okay. That was. That's over with now. Okay. It was really good. It was like a face-off, but with puppets and shit. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I liked it. They never made another one. Uh, but he's continued on with Jim Henson's work, you know, doing puppets and everything. He is going to be directing a R-rated comedy called The Happy Time Murders. What? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a puppet and humans together, just like mm-hmm. the Muppet movies. Like, like Muppets or Sesame Street or something. Right. Okay. And Jamie Foxx is in talks to play the lead. Okay. And he's going to be like a straight-laced cop, uh, L.A. detective, <laughs> who's going to be paired with an unreliable, crass, hard-drinking puppet detective. <laughs> And it's gonna be an R-rated comedy. I, I just I love you know. Is this from Seth Rogen? 
This seems like something. No, but I would like it even more if it was. <laughs> it seems like something from his uh, yeah, wheelhouse. Like the, hot, the, the 21 Jump Street? No, the, 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 the animated hot dog movie. We just watched the trailer for it. The Sausage Party? Yeah, Sausage Fest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it just reminds me of something I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In that vein. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's all. It's, they said it's been in talks for like a year or two now, but they've actually started casting now, and Jamie Foxx is in talks to be really? the lead, so well, that, I'm excited about that. That's funny. I haven't yeah. even heard or seen anything yeah, I, about that. Yeah. I have a couple of things. Uh, the Punisher was greenlit for a uh, Netflix series, as we had hoped it would be. Sorry. <laughs> you remember the Punisher from yeah. Daredevil season two? Yeah, I got this note too. Yeah. So mark that off. Yeah, it's right. finally confirmed now that they're actually going to Greenlight that you know people assume that they're going to just because it's popular, but You I never know. Yeah, I never but count it until it actually is announced. The one person other than Marvel that's doing good moves as far as stuff, and this is, you know, a wheelhouse of Marvel, but it's Netflix. Netflix seems to be they do good work. They know their shit. Yeah. Even if they don't make it themselves, they picked up, like, mm-hmm. uh, that Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. They didn't make that, but it was dropped by another company, right. and they saw that it was, a you know, a funny idea. It's got a good potential. Yeah. For sure. The only thing they did kind of mess up on was Arrested Development. I liked Arrested Development, but I didn't have any. I loved the first five seasons, it. but when it come back, I don't know. Um, See, it was another show that I just I, I could put on and watch and enjoy it, but I don't love it. Well, so. I think what really took me out of it was that one lady. She did all that plastic surgery, and it fucked up her face. Was it the blonde chick? Portia or whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, I figured yeah. that had to be her. But um, let's see here. I have, uh, you know, San Diego Comic-Con is big these days. Not with comics, but right. with entertainment. You know, Movie. all these movies and stuff. Yeah, announcements well, and shit. There's actually an announcement that 20th Century Fox pulls out of San Diego Comic Con. So, 20th Century Fox makes all the X-Men movies, you know, Deadpool, Fantastic Four, all that stuff. Right. But they pull out of it, which means there's no announcements on uh, a Wolverine 3 that's coming out next next year. There's no announcements about anything about Deadpool 2 that's coming out. Um, There's nothing about the Assassin's Creed movie with Michael Fassbender. Mm -hmm. You know, that's supposed to come out next year. It's all produced by them. Uh, I was thinking, you know, we had that post last week about the Inhumans, how Marvel had dropped it from right. their posts, from their slated movies. Well, what if 20th Century Fox pulled out of San Diego Comic-Con because they're about to sell their rights to Marvel? Because the only reason Marvel was really doing the Inhumans was to make a X-Men type of Universe. Movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, on the Marvel side that wasn't owned by 20th Century Fox. So they might have dropped Inhumans in lieu of taking over the X-Men franchise. Right. But with them taking it over, I have no idea where they would go with it. You know, we did some several storylines, and hit or miss, they were all pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I was just thinking, maybe, maybe that's why they took Inhumans off. Yeah, that could be a reason. Just, uh, just a thought on seems that. Seems kind of weird for them to drop out completely. That seems yeah. like a big promotional type thing. That's where you would want to sell. Hey, yeah. you're high. You're riding high off Deadpool. Uh, X Men had just come out the week before or the month before San Diego Comic Con. No, it, it's a month before X Men comes out because X Men's in July and Comic Con is in June. 
So why wouldn't you be there? Yeah. Maybe they don't need it, you know? Maybe they don't need to press. That would make sense, but, you know, whenever, like, Superman versus Batman spills hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. on advertisement. On advertisement, and you don't yeah. need to. That would make sense, so why would they do it? I don't know. I only got one more news article. You got any left? I got three okay. small you, ones. Okay. You want to do yours? and we'll, Mine's gaming-related. Okay. Let me do these three little quick knock them out. Uh, first one I have is John Krasinski has been cast as Jack Ryan. Yes, yes. In the new Amazon series, uh, yeah, Amazon series about, about Jack Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Jack Ryan. Together. I never watched those movies. What? Yeah, I don't think I've watched any of them. No, no. I watched the one with Ben Affleck. Oh, <laughs> the sum of all for years. Yeah, I've watched that one. I've never saw any of the ones with Harrison oh. Ford or the one with uh, uh, Chris Pine. No, before yeah. the first one. Oh, uh, it's not Baldwin Ad- brother. Alec. Is it Alec? Is it not Adam? Yeah. As I said before, I've seen the Hunt for Red October. I've never seen it. What? Never. I know your dad had it. No. What? No. Oh my god. No. Well, I've seen these movies and read the books. So you excited for this announcement? I am. Um, uh, I didn't, after seeing him in the Benghazi movie, did I didn't get see to that? see it. No. Okay, I saw pictures of him. I want to see it. I'm looking desperately everywhere. It comes out June 7th. I want to see it. I like them. 13th hour? Yeah, 13 hours. Times. Yeah. Uh, the Soldiers of Benghazi. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I liked him in the office. And I, it's good to see him, you know, changing roles. He's branched out. He's becoming a, more serious. Yeah. He's kind of, I would say he's very similar to Harrison Ford almost. He can do the funny. He can do the snarky. He can yeah. do the action now, apparently. And he's got a super hot wife. Who's his wife? Emily Blunt. That's his wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your face says it all. You're like, oh. I don't really, I don't that hot on yeah, Emily Blunt. I don't really care for her that much. She's, she's okay. She's pretty hot. Yeah. She's pretty hot. You were wrong on Wikipedia and you're wrong on this. Yeah. It's all, this is a taste thing. Yeah. And I have good taste in you don't. No, so. no, Next no. Uh, note. Sell. The book written by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. They're making it into a movie, and the trailer just dropped. The trailer did? The trailer dropped. The trailer looks okay. I it stars John Cusack. Yeah. Is the main person with Sam- also Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, well, I like, like Cusack. Yeah, I, I like both of them. The trailer looks okay. Um, you know, they were both in a Stephen King adaption before this in 1408. 1408 or 98? 08. 08. Which was a good movie. I liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, the, as far as like being it's based on the book, it, yeah. yeah. And this is like you said. It, it, it seems kind of like zombies. It's everybody that's on their cell phone when this one trans uh, transmission broadcasts. It just like scrambles their brain and just like. Is it like rage? Yeah, essentially rage makes them just like crazy, angry, huh. just kill anything they see, each other, people, anything. Do you have to be talking on it for you to be affected? You had to have it to your ear. Okay, cool. I don't talk on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I think some. I think I want to say in the trailer it shows him FaceTiming with his son, and I think it fucks up his son like a little bit. Huh? Not completely. The book was really good. I liked it a lot. The trailer looks okay. Hmm. You know, but I, I try not to base everything on just on the trailer. Yeah, I remember when that came out, and I th- for some reason I thought it was about a killer, for whatever reason, I thought it was about a killer who would leave mementos on their cell phone for or something. There was a different movie called Cell, or The Cell, mm-hmm. or Cell Phone, or something like that. I want to say it had 
Maybe it's cell phone. I want to say Chris Pine or one of the, uh, Chris Evans or something like that in it. It was a good movie, but it's cellular. Has cellular. Chris that's Evans. it. Yeah. That's it. Uh, but it looks okay. Not great, I'll, but I'll have to watch that. Yeah. The source material is good, so I'll watch it just to see how they adapt it. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you ever uh, watch a uh, Independence Day trailer? I don't think I've seen the newest one. Didn't do his homework. No, I did my homework. <laughs> Beach. And my last note is actually kind of, I've never even heard of it, called Kubu and the Two Strings. Kubu and the Two Strings. It's an animated movie. Okay. And it looks really cool. It's like a little kid whose parents, I think, were killed or something. Mm-hmm. And all he has is this little guitar, I think that's from his mom. Mm-hmm. And he can play it and like, do magic with it, essentially. The animation style looks a lot like Coraline. Okay. But more polished, like more clean looking. Okay. Uh, it just looks really cool. It's a lot of samurai type looking, uh, which I usually don't like that type of stuff. But so the, this was a trailer you watched? Yeah, it was okay. a trailer. It dropped. I, like I said, I never even heard of it. Well, I've but, been away, so I haven't. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It looks really cool. Um, just like a, a fun animated movie, you know, if you like those. Yeah. I do. So. Well, you, you know I do. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything. We were up in the mountains, and you can't. No, so you nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, well, when you get a chance, look at it. And I'll, I'll look at maybe it Maybe next week you can comment. Yeah. <laughs> I'll look at it after Game of Thrones yeah. uh, tonight. Unfortunately, we record the day of Game of Thrones, yeah. so it puts our podcast. A week, almost a week behind. Yeah. Uh, well, it kind of, it, it could be good for us, but bad for our audience. If they want something, if they want it, yeah, if they want it like right away. But for us, it's kind of like a refresh, yeah, right before the episode. But the let let me do the last bit of news, and then we might. That's right. I forgot you had one more. We'll get into some uh, Game of Thrones. So I said I had some gaming news, and you know, there's several gaming newses, newses, Jesus. (laughs) There's several uh, news articles that come up all the time. I just don't feel like talking about them. It's kind of like a lull right now. Uh, this one just it made me so mad that I think the lack of information is what's made me mad. This the Nintendo, the, the Nintendo okay. NX. Okay, so I've been wondering. I've wanted to ask you, but I wanted you to save it for the pod because I really haven't heard anything about it. So I want to see what gets you so up. <laughs> well, okay, so Uppity. Nintendo made a ton of money off Wii. Mm-hmm. The games on it were. Shit. Everybody bought it and nobody plays yeah. it anymore. I mean, Wii Sports, that's it. That's all they bought it for. Yeah. I'm going to be 100% honest. You know, uh, I would have to sell Wii's when I worked at GameStop, you know, try to sell games, trying to polish a turd pretty much, you know, yeah, to be 100% honest. But the Wii U come out and the only game that I want on it is Mario Maker. And right, the I've backwards, the backwards compatibility with all the other ones. Well, they showed off the new Zelda. I like Zelda. This for the new system or for the Wii U? Both. Okay, I'll be but both. we didn't know that at the time. <clears throat> when they first showed it off, it was like, "Oh, coming later to Wii U," and then they're like, "Oh, well, this will probably be the system launcher for that." Okay. Well. They've now stated that they're not going to be at E3 at all. They're going to show off Zelda, and it's going to be running on, I assume, the Wii U. 
but they're not even going to talk about their new system at all. They don't want to distract people from buying Zelda. I think for the, the old system. Yeah, the the last Zelda game, Skyward Sword, which I didn't like it because you had to do the motion controls and all that stuff, and I was working three jobs, and I just wanted to come home and grab a controller and play my game, right. not swing my arms around and um, all that stuff with it. So I didn't even finish it. It was kind of a shitty game, but it still sold like 7 million copies. So this new Zelda game is more like a Skyrim. It's open world. <clears throat> you can go everywhere in it. You don't have to do a set amount. So a lot of people were riding high on it, and they're looking forward to it. But we know nothing about the NETs. And it's kind of weird because it's releasing at the end of their fiscal year. This year? No, it's releasing March of 2017. Okay, so right at the beginning of the year, which seems kind of a weird time to release a console. Well, they usually release it around Christmas time because Yeah, that's the big seller. You know, people are going to get... Santa for the kids and all that stuff. So, most of the time, companies will do their figures April for the tax return stuff. So, they're going to have a full fiscal year. Yeah. You know, with them releasing in uh, the holiday season, they have a little bit, they have three or four months where they can pad the numbers on their year and show a profit. Which is really weird because they're going to do it right at the end. So they'll have one month to show what they're made of. And then it's going to be filed under that books. So if it's terrible, they're going to have a full full next year. Horrible sales. With a project that ain't even on the books for that year. And if it's horrible. So it, it just kind of made me mad because of the lack of information about it. I don't really care at this point. I just want it to be HD... And have a controller, yeah, and no motion things. Um, there's rumors online that it's going to be like kind of a streaming thing, kind of like a Chromecast. It's a little box. You'll you'll have an HDMI out cord you plug into your TV, and you got all your games on it. You stream the games like you don't even download them. I don't know. You'll yeah, you'll have it downloaded like to your box. Idea. Yeah, that will be a hundred percent fine with me on the old games. Yeah. Not for the new games that they want me to pay sixty, seventy bucks for. Yeah, I mean, if if everything that came out was like half price or something, you know, like cheaper, mm-hmm. I could see that because I've bought like on my PlayStation Four, I've bought several games, but well, and downloaded them. You know, like I don't have the physical media anymore, which I used to think was a big deal, mm-hmm. and I can see where it's going now. It's nice not having to get up and change out discs. Yes, or whatever. and this is a big issue. Uh, the reason why games are. 6583 when you go buy them um, is because you got to factor in shipping costs, uh, manufacturing costs, all that stuff. So tell me why a digital copy of the same game costs the same amount. Right. It shouldn't. No. And you also, you, you can't sell it. Like, say, you get tired of it. You cannot sell the right thing. So, I mean, you're losing money that way. So, why would not be cheaper? Well, it's. They don't have to do it. It's part of an pay. old system, and people let them get away with it, pretty yeah. much. They have these set contracts, I guess. But that was my last little bit of gaming stuff. When we get, we can get more into the gaming when E3 starts rolling around. Yeah. Like, the only game I'm looking forward to right now is Doom, and it, whew, the multiplayer on that was It was not horrible. fun. I didn't like it. But I'm not going to Doom for the multiplayer. Yeah. I wasn't that multiplayer guy on Doom, for yeah. sure. 
Uh, I do like the way the uh, uh, singles, uh, the story mission is looking like. It's looking like the Doom of Old, to go to hell, all that stuff. And I actually read an article where the uh, the hell def- difficulty on the game is actually so hard the developers can't beat it. <laughs> so it should be interesting. And uh, I am looking forward to that and Uncharted. But I'm, unfortunately, you know, I just played those games once through, get the story, which I love Uncharted, but I never repeat Uncharted. Right. I don't play many games over once I beat them. Yeah. I just... Uh, there's some games I get to a point like if it's you know I try I get stuck at one point and I'll play it three or four times and you know each one takes 30 minutes I'll just quit and I'll never play the game you again know, I'm a big story guy yeah. and it, it if the story is there I'll play it for sure if I keep getting stuck because of some stupid thing in the game like a glitch or something yeah. it, re- it really bugs me like, see I'm on the opposite I don't care about story I just want to explore I like open world games just to just roam around, do whatever I want. Because a lot of times I don't have time. Yeah, I might have ten minutes this time, an hour and a half from the I next. Gotcha. So okay, so that was all of our news. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd touch on the draft just a little bit, and then we'll go into our Game of Thrones. Okay, because I've been severely lacking in my draft knowledge because I have not had TV, and I didn't think it would affect me this much. But it's affected me so much in seeing Anthony talk about it so much yeah. that we call Direct TV and they're coming out tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm going to have the Sunday ticket at least, so that'll be good. Yeah, um, it was a pretty crazy draft. I, I didn't watch it. I kept up with it as it was drafting. That one guy lost millions yeah. of dollars. Laramie Tunzel, who was originally thought to maybe go to the Titans at number one until they traded down mm-hmm. to the Rams or traded out to the Rams actually dropped all the way to 13 because somebody hacked his Twitter account and posted a video of him smoking weed out of a gas, gas mask. mask slash bong yeah. contraption. Supposedly, he says it's from before he was in college, and I've read that he's passed like 20 drug tests yeah. and never had a problem. So, I mean... I, I liked his uh, press conference. I didn't see he it. Had. I didn't watch he it. was very honest. He went out there and answered everything. To the t- was brutally honest with right. it. He's like, I, look, man. He's like, I do dumb stuff when I was a kid. Been in college, hadn't touched it. Uh, said yes. I did ask my college coach for money because my mama's power needed. Yeah, I, I needed to pay the power. That's bill. another thing. Was right before his press mm-hmm. conference, somebody hacked his, I think his Instagram account, and posted text messages between him and his coach yeah. asking his coach to pay his mom's rent. Mm-hmm. Which when you think about it, I mean, he's, you know, like Reggie Bush, I think they they bought him vehicles yeah. and stuff like that. It's just somebody asking for their, to pay their mom rent. You know, yeah. at least it's, you know, for a good cause. You know, it's not, you know. They're talking more and more about how college athletes should at least get some money or something. Maybe they're, maybe rights to the jerseys they sell or something like that because they bring in billions of dollars for these colleges and tuition is still forty thousand dollars a year yeah but they get free college don't they they get free college so i mean uh, that's the only thing i have is i don't think they should get paid because they're getting but people you know other people they're not automatically getting free colleges they're getting free college on on the stipulations that they keep their grades above a certain GPA, yeah. that they don't do dumb stuff, of course, and all this other things. But maybe they should get like 
percentage rights or something like that. I could that. see, if, maybe like you said, jersey sales or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't think they should be paid to go to that college. No, like, no. Like a bonus no, or I don't, I don't vehicles, mean, stuff like no. that. Yeah. I don't mean that. I mean, maybe like jersey sales, maybe appearance sales or something like that. Yeah. But I do not think they should get paid yeah. in college because then... They're already getting... You know, other people are going to college and getting giant debt that they're accruing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, so... They at least think they're not having to do that. Um, but like other than that, there was a bunch of trades up and down, but I'm not gonna go over all those. I just (laughs) like I said, I'm I'm pretty. This draft was not my info draft at all, but um, the number one pick they, (laughs) I can't believe they had something against his hands being small. (laughs) I said I read these tiny hands. (laughs) I read well one thing I read about. Wentz mm-hmm. was that the Browns Hugh Jackson mm-hmm. was big on him because he had such big hands and all the co- the quarterbacks that he had coached or, or well, seen um, had large hands and that was like a, a yeah, Russell Wilson for him. has some yeah uh, but like, he's also traded out and didn't draft the quarterback mm-hmm. so I didn't read anything about I was surprised like ever ever I don't I don't know much about college players but I read a lot about the draft and everybody said that Wentz was going number one like it, but like the day before. One guy, Mettenberg or something like that, was really high on what's his name, Jeff Joff, Joff, Jared Goff, I think. Goff, Goff, Goff. Uh, was really high on him, and then all of a sudden he shot up in all these polls. Yeah, like it was like a sleeper hit almost. Which might be a good thing for the Eagles because they drafted Wentz. You know, yeah. it like I don't know. Um, but I'm just gonna talk about the Titans because that's where we're from, Tennessee. So that's who we care about. We're pretty excited about them this year. Yeah, they. I think. They, uh, John Robinson, the new GM, mm-hmm. has done a really good job bringing in talent. You know, the trade for... They, they had one or two questionable pits for that time. Yeah. But in the long run, it might they can trade or something like that. Yeah. Uh, bringing in DeMarco Murray, to me, was Before like, the draft. You yeah. know, they, they picked him up in a trade. Yeah, and just swap in fifth-round picks and they get yeah. him. Yeah. Which, to me, you know, they have to pay him, but... One year removed from his... I think he, the problem with the Eagles was he wasn't a good fit for that scheme. No, Plus, they just they. I mean, they had him, Sproles, Ryan Matthews, and they just had three, moved them around. Three major backs. Yeah, yeah and uh, it's hard to get rhythm when you're constantly swapping out. I hope I think the Titans will do a lot better with him and drafting Derrick Henry. To mm-hmm. me, I, I never understood like when before like a couple of years ago. I heard always draft the best player, not mm-hmm. the, the position that you need. And I was like, well, if you don't need a running back, then why would you draft one? But I can understand it more now while I've thought about it because, you know, you might draft somebody. You need an offensive guard, but the guy that's there is not going to be your starter, so why not draft, like, Derrick Henry, who can come in. I mean, DeMarco Murray is – he's got some wear and tear on him. You know, he has been injured. He's, like, I think his late 20s, which mm-hmm. is where running backs start. You know, right when they get around 30 is when mm-hmm. they start to peter off. And to have another running back that you can just, you know, one, two, back and forth. Yeah. Seems like a really smart idea. He will definitely learn behind him. Yeah. So in a couple of years, he might be the leading rusher. Yeah. In the NFL. Um, it was the Alabama running back, right? Yes. Yeah. So we did pick up some linemen that we needed. Yeah, they traded up to get Jack Conklin at number mm-hmm. eight uh, from the Browns. They traded from yeah. the Browns, yeah. Um. Which I read, a lot of people, I know Anthony was really high on him, said that he thought he was actually better than Tunzel. Mm-hmm. Tunzel seems more like the talent's there, but he hasn't started the entire time. He hasn't 
had a full like he had a injury ridden season. Mm-hmm. So it seems like he's got the talent. Uh, he needs the experience, right? Whereas this guy walked on, red shirted, has you know kind of come from a like a blue collar type, and just earned his way on <laughs> and proved that he is really good. He did the Marky Mark Invincible. <laughs> yeah, uh, also in, uh, Anthony uh, Jack Conklin just sounds like a, a, a Steeler from the seventies. Yeah, that name, and I hope he's a player like that. You know, John Henry. Uh, yeah. Um, their second pick, they picked Kevin Dodd from Clemson, a defensive end. Yes. Also, I think he played linebacker, too. Then they went to nose tackle Austin Johnson, which a lot of people said that there was another guy, Alshon something, that was actually a better tackle. But, I, like I said, I don't know anything about these players. I'm just talking about it. That's just this. Um, yeah. Then it was the Derrick Henry pick. Then it's Kevin Byard from actually MTSU. Nice. Uh, safety who in his short college career had 19 interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's crazy for a safety to have that many. Seems like uh, when I left MTSU, they got really good at football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's another one that a lot of people like hadn't really heard of, but could be a, like a, a gem. Mm-hmm. Then they picked, uh, I don't even know how you pronounce it, T-A-J-A-E. How would you put Taj? Taj? Taj. Taj Sharp. Uh, wide receiver from Massachusetts. Mm. Then LaShawn Sims, cornerback from Southern Utah. They need, they really need help at, on cornerback. Cornerback. Yeah. Then Sebastian Tritola, offensive guard from Arkansas. Aaron Wallace, outside linebacker, which they do need a little bit. Of, uh, so we filled a bunch of specialty positions. Yeah, the later rounds they went in and, and drafted players that for the. For the position more, mm-hmm. you know, for the need. We have a couple of franchise players, and now we need to fill the roster around them for yeah. sure. And I think he's done a good job, John Robinson, with uh, some of the free agent pickups. It's it's actually made me excited for the football season, dealing with the Titans. You know, I've always rooted for them. Of course, you always root for your home team. Yeah. For sure, anytime they're on. But you just haven't felt a fever or a – um, a reason to root for him. An excitement, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can call me a shitty fan or whatnot, but I mean. Going into last year, I was excited for Mariota, mm-hmm. but also knew that was it. Like, I like I don't remember yep. a lot of big free agency yep. pickups. I don't remember the draft being it was, it to was me all a big one, deal you know? other than Mariota, you know. And a quarterback can't save a team. Mm-hmm. One player you, can't. You would have to have the rest of the team step up astronomically in the Titans case. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. And this year, well, I don't expect them to be a Super Bowl. You know, wild card berth isn't out of the question. Mm-hmm. You know, they showed flashes. If if their defense could finish in a game their division for sure. Yeah. Yes. If their defense could finish a game, they would have won four or five more games. Mm-hmm. You know, three or four at least last year. And another year under Dick LeBeau, the same coach for a whole season, you know. Yeah. I know a lot of people aren't happy with Malarkey. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I I don't well, pretend to be one of those fans that knows the. You know, he's a legend when it comes to defensive yeah. uh, strategies, and you know, having a whole year under his tutelage will certainly yeah help. Yes, so uh, very excited to see um, what's going to become of it. For sure. Maybe I can go to another game or something. I've only been to one and we lost. Yeah, I went to one and we won, but I don't really like yeah. going to games. I don't, I don't like being around that many people. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd rather sit at home and watch it. <laughs> yeah, you can come here. We can watch eight games yep. at once. I'm <laughs> uh, really excited oh, for the uh, season. Now, um, I've been on third shift, so I used to have to work on Sunday, so I'd miss. I, I never watched a game last year. Yeah. Except for the Super Bowl. Uh, now I'm not on it. I have Sundays off usually, so so that that's that's increased my excitement for the football season. Right. So that's it for the draft talk. We yeah. finally got into some football talk. On yeah, here. I've been wanting to touch on it a little bit, but yeah. I really don't have much to say other than Titan stuff. So yeah, well, we, you can't blame us. It's our hometown or home. Also, state. Brady's. Re, uh, oh yeah, they screwed Brady Stadium. Yeah. His, uh, what do you call it? Suspension. Goodell has has got to go. Yeah, I, he's he's destroyed football. I'm, I'm sorry. I know you want to you know like, like help with all the concussions mm-hmm. and stuff, but he turned it into flag football pretty yeah. much. I mean, it's not just flag football. It's about now you get two personal fouls and you get ejected for a game. It's politics yeah. for sure. I like Brady. He's probably my second favorite quarterback. You know, behind Manning or Peyton for sure. I like Brady. Um, do I think he really did that? Yeah. Do I think it needs to be punishable underneath that? No. Yeah. I think they're just going after Belichick where they couldn't get him before. It seems like Belichick's the team, or the Patriots are the team that got caught. Mm-hmm. So they keep an extra watchful eye on them, mm-hmm. and they caught them again. Whereas I think I'm sure every team cheats every, every team in some way. It. They they had independent reports that said everybody yeah. had a preference to it. And you know it could. I think Aaron Rodgers came out and said mm-hmm. that he preferred it over or something like that. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, it, it just seems the fact that they couldn't even prove it. Goodell's should, going after him. Yeah, it should have been dismissed. The whole thing should have been like it's a. You can't have. A, it was kind of like a judge and jury all in one kind of situation with him, and it, it was it was very strange. And then to come back a year later, in appeals court. Yeah. Come on, this should not have made it. This should not have made it. It's it's a game. It is a game. You know, you're. I don't know. I mean, it. It's upsetting for sure because, like you said, it's. It's just a joke. Yeah. Now, when you really think, he it feels like he it, did that. Okay, look to put it in perspective, he did that, and yet he sat on the Ray Rice video for half a year. Yeah. Sat on That's it for half much a year. more of a grievous, you know, offense. You know, beating the crap out of your wife in a. a Elevator. Yeah, and I seen it when it happened. I think either you showed it to me or I saw it on Reddit. The day that video surfaced was six months before supposedly Goodell saw it. Yeah. And it's like, you won't touch domestic violence, but you'll go after somebody for deflating Under, a yeah, football. That's ridiculous. In which they had them aired up in the second half and they destroyed the Colts yeah. in the second half of that game. They ran most of the game anyway, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. It just, yeah. It feels like, and I'll use Manning because I love Manning. I'm mm-hmm. the biggest Man- Peyton Manning fan. If this same thing had happened on the Colts, I don't think they would have been the same kind mm-hmm. of deal. It's because the Patriots had already been caught cheating and because already people don't like Tom Brady for some reason. You know, they don't like him because they ran, they won for so long. Yeah. And, you know, it's Which seems weird because they came from nowhere. Yeah. You know, like. They were good with Bledsoe. They went to one mm-hmm. Super Bowl, but like it was like right before that, they sucked for the entire yeah. you know career. You remember, I was Patriots. high on them. Then, yeah, for and, sure. I made that bet with Robbie. Yeah, where I said he was going to be MVP, and it wasn't even the playoffs. Yeah, and it just I don't know. It just I, I've never understood why people hate them so much. Yeah, it, it, I, I guess maybe people have blinders on. They think that other teams don't do it, and the Patriots only ones because they got caught. I don't know. 
Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> we could talk about this all the time, yeah. in which we probably will have a mostly football-devoted episode later on when it gets closer to football time, yeah, for sure. Right after preseason. Yeah. Well, preseason. Who watches that? Uh, for preseason games, ridiculous. Yeah, they. Sh- that's another thing. They should only have like two. Two maximum. Because you're going to get hurt. Yeah. It I mean, should only I mean, be to figure out who's here we go again. filling Listen. in your little spots. <laughs> All right, let's get off yeah, this. Game of Thrones. <laughs> da, 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 da. Like I said before, recap is a week behind, but mm-hmm. maybe it's a refresher. Yeah, I'm going to go home and watch the second episode as yeah, I leave here. So that's just, we have to record on Sunday now. Yeah. So, Game of Thrones, season six? Season six, episode one, The, the Red, Red Woman. Woman. Yeah. Which got me pumped. Because beforehand, I was like, all right, she's going to bring back Jon Snow and yeah. all is forgiven. She didn't do a damn thing in this no. thing. Except she for expose her old-ass titties. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Episode opens at the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hear uh, the wolf, wolf howling. howling. What's his, the shadow? Is yeah. that his name? Ghost. Ghost. Yeah. His ghost. We hear him howling over and over again. We see Jon Snow's body laying in the snow, blood pooling beneath him. Some people say you can see a wolf. In his blood. I didn't see that. Or a dragon. I didn't notice anything. And it might be reaching too much. It, it could it be does. there. I just didn't pay attention. Later on when they pull his body away from it, Davos, who is probably my favorite character in the, in this series. I only can remember his name as the Onion Knight. Really? Because <laughs> that's what the little girl oh, calls him. And so no, I always like, oh, remember as the Onion uh, Knight. Davos. He's Davos. my favorite character because every decision he has made is one that I would make. And so he seems... Which probably means he's devoted, but he'll also die soon. Yeah, that's probably. usually what that means. Because I, I was high on Jon Snow. I like Jon Snow a lot. Yeah. And uh, when they pull Jon Snow's body away, he stares down at the blood, and they they hold on it for a while. But I think they're just holding on it. That's a lot of blood. He's yeah, dead. He's, no, yeah. Um, they take him back to the room. Mm-hmm. Melisandre comes in. She's, she says that she's like, but I saw him fighting in the flames or something. In, like in that. the flames and. At I Winter, think, at uh, their home, whatever their home mm-hmm. is, Winterfell or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, that's what she's and I, th- I think this this whole th- whole episode is called the Red Woman, not because she does very much in it. Because this is the one time she feels powerless almost. She has lost her faith. Yeah, she backed Stannis for so long. You know, said you know, and the minute she left him, he died. Yeah, and so. She saw both Stannis and Jon Snow go on to do greater things. Now they're and, both dead. And they're both dead. And we know the Lord of the Light can resurrect people because you remember... Um, they're fighting in a cave or something like that. Yeah, the they? Hound and Arya met yeah. those two guys, and the Hound actually killed one of them. Yeah. And the other guy back. brought him back, says he's brought him back seven times. Yeah. And he was actually killed by the Mountain and the Hound. <laughs> so we know he can do it, but... I think her faith might be tested. You know, I, we'll skip away. Skip yeah, to, to the, the end. end. Yeah, we'll talk um, about that when we get there. So we'll From, wait on that. But yeah. then it goes to... The Night's Watch. Discussing... Yes. Essentially admitting that they killed him. You know, I thought that would be more like they'd try to pin it on somebody or something. It's, it's really weird because he goes, yeah, I killed him. And then it's like, the Night's Watch is built on loyalty. <laughs> yeah. If, Motherfucker, if, you just killed the Lord Commander. Yeah. You're not. You know. I did every command that he gave me. He didn't tell me not to kill him, though. You know that. Yeah. He brings up good points and bad points. 
for sure. You know, but you know, there's usually, when you're say like if you're a Night's Watch and you're listening to them, it's like these people you fought these people, but at the same time, these people. I mean, Jon Snow is fighting a bigger war yeah. than what? Uh, what's his name? I don't. Know. I have a hard time with names on this show. Which one? If I don't, the guy who killed him. It's like Dorn, isn't it? Or Thorn? Thorn. It's Thorn. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's fighting <clears throat> the war on the wall. Jon Snow is fighting against the White Walkers. He's fighting the bigger, the greater, yes. the bigger evil. He he knows about them. The he other guys a, haven't seen it. He makes a great point that if we if we don't let them in, they'll get killed and they'll become a part of mm-hmm. them, and we'll just have to fight it, it them too. A bigger army. Yeah. Why not? So why have not them? Especially if you can make a, a, a truce and have them fight with you, he, even if they've raped and pillaged or whatever. If they're not doing that now, at least you know you can deal with that later. You stand a greater chance having greater numbers against and an offset of a major horde. Have they? I can't remember. Has Thorn and them seen the White Walkers at I all? I think Thorn has. Only so Jon Snow them, and his men have. Yeah, I remember the whole scene with them sailing the ship mm-hmm. away and just like staring. And it was only like thirty guys. Yeah, and so. those are the same guys that are in that room yeah. with him. You know, he said these are only the ones. But here, here it is again. Davos, he's he's making a good decision. Yeah. He says we don't have to die in this fight. Um, now they're all ready to charge out and just fight. Yeah, they're all ready. He's like, Jon Snow. More people would follow him, so he's like, go get the. The wildlings. Is that where the one guy was going? Mm-hmm. Okay, I th- assume, but I didn't know. If, I, I have bad memory. He's so. like, he's like more, more people owe their lives to Jon Snow yeah. than what are in this room. And that one guy's like, well, lock the door, don't let mm-hmm. anybody in, because he's going to get the wildling army okay. that they just let in. All right. From there it goes to Ramsey Bolton. Oh, I fucking hate Ramsey. He's just so hateable. Mm-hmm. The, the girl that. Was I don't remember what she was to him. No. She was just somebody, like, like a yeah. follower, kind of. It's uh, kind of like a harpy. She was his plaything or yeah. something. Yeah, I can't remember. Sansa and I wrote Nicholas. <laughs> I can't remember names at all. Damn. But this whole, Theon my, Greyjoy. All my, all my notes are like that. His name was um, Theon, but I think they called him Reek. Yeah, Reek. In the show. They it's were the ones that Reek pushed her off and she mm-hmm. died. And it's just like he sitting there telling how, uh, like almost how much she meant to him. And, and then, then the one guy's like, should we beat a uh, burner or whatever? Or and his words are literally buried, burn, this is a good meat, feed feed it to the hounds. It's like, oh, wow, he's so hateable. A piece of shit, ain't yeah. yeah. And from there it goes back to Sansa and Dickless yeah. being I'm, chased I'm, to the woods. <laughs> which, Sansa, yes, I don't I don't see how they survived the fall from the wall. Yeah, but like maybe it's a big story. snow drift. Yeah, maybe uh, that. I, I can see that. They okay. just pushed the girl from the other side. Yeah. <laughs> There's no side, died. I guess. But. but Okay, so they're crossing a river. If I'm crossing a river and I got a big cloak on, I'm holding that bitch above the water. Yeah. You know, you're uh, going to need a little bit of warmth. She's so, like, whiny. I mean, she, mm. you're, you're running from people who are about to kill you and you're worried you're going to die of being cold. She has strong points. And I think she's only going to get stronger. But, man, she has some really low points. Yeah. And she's been put through a lot. You know, she's not had any kind of... Since her dad basically gave her to Joffrey. That's the last little bit of human decency she's ever had. Was that interaction with her dad. Ever since then, it's been nothing but hell. Yeah. And weird-ass Littlefinger wanting to better down. I don't know. Creep show. Yeah. 
He's he a good actor, but... He hasn't seen it at all, the just, season so far. I, th- I think he might be out. The whole season? I think so. Oh, wow. Speaking of which, where the fuck is Bran? He's supposed to be back this season. Yeah, that's the first episode, though. I guess I shouldn't say that same thing about Littlefinger. Yeah, but the, the thing is, they have this season and next season, and that's it, right? I don't know. Ten episodes? Ten seasons? season? No, I think they only got... Eight? Seven? Seven. And that's next season. So... You have a shit ton of story to get through. Well, they didn't even have the whole story yet. Mm-hmm. The book's not even done, so. But I think he's got an outliner. Yeah, he gave him the bullet points. But anyway. Yeah, again. Being chased to the woods. Uh, they cross the stream like you're always supposed to do when they're running from wolves and st- or hounds mm-hmm. and stuff. Get off the scent. Which they find them almost immediately. You're not necessarily supposed to cross the stream. You're supposed to go downstream. Yeah. So that way it's not directly across. Yeah. So but that, that, lo- that helps you lose it. It's just going through the water because the water can't, cause carries a it off. Um, they're trying to hide. He says that she died. You know, he's got her head. And, of course, the hound's running right past him. Well, it her. is a good moment uh, here. He, It shows him hug her. I think it's for, for warmth. For warmth, but, yeah. It, it is the, if you think about it, it's the first interaction that she's had that isn't strictly. Yeah. Uh, something born out of malice you know it, it so he's like okay head up north john is the commander of the night's watch head up there i'm gonna lead him away and then he literally just steps around the corner and they're there yeah it's like oh shit so he's like oh she died you yeah know? so they, they run to her and i have here she's saved by the giant lady another <laughs> well, person's name i cannot remember gwendolyn christie yeah i don't know what her name is in the uh, show well, Captain Phasmo. I have a note about that. I said it's good to see Gwendolyn Christie actually do something on film this year, unlike Star Wars yeah, Episode Seven. Exactly. Fucking let down. Yeah, she I was, I was really excited for her character. Yeah, they built her up. Yeah, they built her up as this awesome thing. Yeah, and she and, looked cool. You know? Yeah. But anyway, I like her character in this show. Yes. She's not my favorite, but I like her. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and I can't think of her sidekick's name. Her apprentice mm, starts with a B. Anyway, <laughs> Big Dick. <laughs> they fight off, and uh, Reek saves him because mm-hmm. he's almost killed. Mm-hmm. She offers her services again, and this time Sansa accepts. That's it. But she looks to Theon for approval. Yeah, and you know, you remember he—he's kind of like her older brother. Yeah, he grew up that way. Yeah, so trainer, you know, but yeah. <laughs> But she's looked to him for, you know, because according to her, that's all she's got. So yeah. she's going to look to him as a kind of should I or shouldn't I. And so he walks her through the pledge. Yeah. And also the other guy helps her too. The mm-hmm. meat and meat mm-hmm. on the table. He knows, his, he knows his shit. Yeah. Um, she accepts. Uh, the, from there it cuts to Jamie coming home with his dead daughter. Melisandre. Or no, Melisandre. No, that's, the, that's the girl. But it, it starts with like that. Yeah, I don't know. But Who cares? Who cares? Anyway, coming home, you see, uh, I don't even know what the woman's name is, sister. Cersei. Cersei. You need to write these down. horrible <laughs> names, dude. Cersei's all excited. She hears that there's a ship coming from Then he, she wherever. sees the Death Shroud. Yeah. She the sees that. Shroud. Look on his face also, you can tell something's like, yeah. Well, he's right beside a coffin. Yeah. But, I mean, he just looks sad anyway. His little hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no more splinters in my dick. This time they don't fuck on their dead child's body. Yeah, you that's know. good. <laughs> uh, I don't really have much on it. Just them. I said I saw it really. She she 
harkens back to the prophecy. Yeah, all, her all three of her killed. kids. Is that killed. the red woman? Mm-hmm. Also, okay. Nah, it was a witch. She said the witch, but I yeah. didn't know if that was the red. No, woman. it was a witch. Remember, it started last season. It was her as a little girl. She wandered in, and the oh, okay. witch gave I her that prophecy. That so two down, one to go. Uh, then we go to Dorn. Yeah. Or was that earlier? Well, it's, anyway, we're at Dorn. That's right. Deadly women kill their family members. Yeah, <laughs> that's my bullet it, point. It fucking comes out of nowhere. Why is this bitch going all crazy? Well, she already was disagreeing with him. Isn't that like her husband's brother or something? Right. Her dead husband brother. But at the same time, Dorne is a paradise. Everybody in it's happy, fed. They're not warring. There's Yeah, but they they were already she didn't want to let Jamie take the daughter home and all that, so mm-hmm. she killed her, you know, with the kiss or whatever. So she already didn't like him. I mean you can tell from last season she was This not all happy. comes from last season, but the season before that when Oberyn died was that not last season Mm-mm. that was season damn. she she wanted him to avenge him wasn't it not in that sense i thought she wanted to start a war because they killed him yes she want but when she was talking to oberon she didn't want all this stuff so when oberon died she's and you know you can see a change in it but to this extent no. to overthrow and kill yeah because it yeah they just basically kill people. And apparently, you know, the guards don't do anything, so maybe... It seems like, well, she talks about her own people, his own people hating him, whatever, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to all the other guards except for the one big guy they killed. Mm-hmm. And they all have like, like, a hook of hatred on their face. Yeah, but, oh, I didn't notice it till the second time I watched yeah, it. it. It is very strange that it, it just seems to come out of nowhere, this yeah. hatred. And everybody. You're everybody. Able to every, oh, he had to kill one guard, his own personal yeah. assistant. You know. Yeah, it's like one guard held back this whole thing. No. And then he died like a bitch. <laughs> one stab. Yeah. But, and then they go to his dumbass son. You think, I, I would have thought people like them, like those women that are so proud of themselves on being fighters, she stabs him right in the back of the head. Oh, they're sneaky bitches. Yeah, but I mean, it seems like they pride themselves on their fighting ability. So to Man. sit there and... They're opportunistic. She even sure. calls her you greedy bitch. Yeah, opportunistic. Yeah. For sure. He's a dumbass for doing that. Like, really? Yeah, you never turn your back on an enemy. Especially not, uh, what are they, Sand Sisters or Spider Sisters? Uh, sand? Bitches. I don't know. Bitches leave. <laughs> That's bitches what I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, he gets a uh, new nose. Oh, yeah. It was a good effect, too. I watched it the second yeah. time, like... Yeah, the it's not like The Walking really Dead or somebody gets stabbed yeah. in the head. It was it looked a lot better. Oh, melon heads? <laughs> they can it, they just barely push it in. Yeah. That's that's a bit rough there. After that it cuts to Aria. No. Baldy and Shorty. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dinklage number two. Yep. These are I can I cannot even remember um Peter Dinklage's name. Tyrion? Tyrion? Is it Tyrion? Are you Gone full retard on us? Uh, yes, I could not remember anything. Anything. Baldy and Shorty. You were taking notes and couldn't do it. That's yeah. crazy. That wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> okay, so Tyrion and. The Munich. Or Eunuch. Is Munich. that Eunuch? Eunuch. Yeah, I'm Munich. Yeah. The Eunuch. Uh, just walking and talking about the state of the whole place without her being mm-hmm. there. And they come upon the whole fleet. The whole harbor's been burned. Yes. Uh, they talk about the politics of the city and how it's on a teetering point. Yeah. Um, you know, she she changed the world that these people knew, 
and some of them didn't like it. And you don't. I wish I knew the unit's name. I can't think of it right I now. I can never remember his name. But he says that he has his little birds out finding them, and they've got to have a leader somewhere. Now, I was thinking, who could the leader be? It could be somebody we haven't seen, but I think it's somebody we have seen. I don't think it's Littlefinger. When I first in the city, yeah. When I first thought of it, I was like, man, he's he's not he's all his stuff is on Sansa. Yeah. I think it might be her little lover guy, Davos. No, not Davos. Uh, what's his name? The guy with old Stony. Old uh, My Jorah. next note, Jorah, Captain Friendzone, and the replacement. Because <laughs> that guy was replaced, yeah. you know. Yeah. Also, and he's the replacement to Captain yeah. Friendzone. So, there's a theory that he might be the one running the show. Um, but I he's just, not even there. He's out looking for her. Not there now, no. Hmm. And there's no attacks going on now. Yeah. They burn the the ships in the harbor. But I watched it right before you got here, and they have these clerics or priests or something preaching good word about the mother. And they're preaching. It's kind of like a heretic. So they're saying, oh, we should do this, we should do that in her name, in her honor, all this stuff. We need to light the flames and all. And then the second time I watched it, I was like, well, they burned the ships and they're talking about lighting flames. Could it just be zealots, over over jealous zealots, uh, burning it until the mother returns, like yeah. not letting people leave or something? Yeah, that could be. I don't, I don't know. I just literally just thought of that part of it because I... The first time I didn't see what all that priest was saying when he was preaching to the crowd when they walked through. Yeah. I didn't notice it at all. Yeah. And uh, it could be the harpies. It could be something else at play there. Then we cut to... That's where it goes to Captain Friendzone. Mm-hmm. Them searching for her. He admits that essentially he loves her and yeah. follows her. and It doesn't really talk much. It shows his stone. Yeah, his arm. Um, and then it goes to Khaleesi yeah mother of dragons yep where we get a little revelation you know she she plays Koi you know she she can speak full uh, Dothraki Dothraki yeah Um, I can remember that name mm -hmm. (laughs) and so she hears all the stuff and then she presents herself yeah all her names she thinks it's gonna be something and they just laugh at her and you can see immediately she's like oh shit I yeah. thought I had something in my back pocket mm-hmm. or under my sleeve. And but then <clears> she mentions <throat> Carl Drago. Drago. Yeah. yeah. And essentially finds out she's going to have, you know, live the rest of her life in like a widow home. Yes. She didn't know this part of their <laughs> culture, which I find that hard to believe as well. Because she was mentored to what uh, is expected of her yeah. in the first season, essentially. You know, what. That's when she learned how to speak like them, and that's when she, you know, she wanted to learn the ways of her people. Well, wouldn't she already know this? But anyway, she's uh, exiled essentially yeah. to some temple. Yeah, it just says like a widows of all the other. Uh, so she thought she was going to go back to Mezarine. I think it's the city name, and uh, turns out they're going to take her to some holy land or temple that she's going to join some other bitches or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. I shouldn't yeah. say that. <laughs> From there it goes to I don't I can't remember her name. My favorite one of my favorite characters, I can't remember her name, the blind girl. Not gonna tell you. Okay. It's Aria. Aria, Aria, thank you. 
fighting with the, the girl from the Temple of Faces or something. Okay, know. so... This is like one of my favorite characters in last season. Uh, I just hated. I hate the whole temple thing. It had moments where I was like, ah, but it didn't. It. Oh my god, didn't we didn't off. need it. We didn't need it. We didn't have any of Bran, which is all about stuff like this, like mystics and yeah. you know. But we have her, where they're explaining she has to give up everything. She's got to be a nobody, and she killed the wrong person. Well, now she's blind and she's put out there to see yeah. she she's put out there to listen yeah listen. i think that's her ultimate goal in that but it's almost like they're putting her through trials to it's like i don't understand where it's going but then again i haven't read the books on purpose yeah I read the so maybe that's why we have such a hard time with the names yeah i don't, I don't know i just this, it hasn't been interesting at it all. hasn't paid off in any form mm-hmm. for me on this storyline, maybe it will this season. Oh, I, I liked it better with her and the. I like the assassin. Yeah, I liked her and the hound, but I liked the idea of the assassin, the many faced. Yeah, they, when he first saw him the first time, when she gives her the wishes or whatever, mm-hmm. that was really interesting. But this isn't to me because he could kill, kill anybody. Yeah, essentially. And from there, it goes back to Jon Snow, uh, Thorns trying to lure everybody out, mm-hmm. tell them they'll be safe and all that, and. Stavos, Davos, 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 essentially says, yeah, I've dealt with people like him my whole life. He'll mm-hmm. kill us all if we go out there. And from there. He's smart. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's, like you say, he's one of my favorite characters too. Yeah. So we uh, go to the red woman. Yeah. Which the, is, well, let me go back to my note on her. I think it shows her take that necklace off and mm-hmm. she all of a sudden is like a 400 year old lady is what, what the story says is that's what it says it's mean she was like an 80 year old lady I mean, right she wasn't that old i mean she was old but right anyway. but so we get that and then everybody's like oh it's got something to do with the necklace because they they paint it in that way you know last season you see her in a tub totally naked with no necklace on and she was young you know this was i think maybe you kept trying to look in the mirror mm-hmm. i think this might be a was it what's the portrait of Dorian Gray is that the old story where you know, I, I've heard it but I don't really know anything about well, it well I think this may be her it's two things it's her the way she sees herself because she's lost, lost her faith mm-hmm. or because her faith is waning at this point she what little bit of power she has left uh, she's always put on this persona she's always hidden behind this illusion and that's all brought on by her faith. So you think the necklace is just like a red herring just to throw you off the I don't path, think the necklace but... is part of it. I okay. think it's all within her. It's her internally. She has that struggle. So her, so her faith wanes so much that she's. you see her as her real self. And she might actually be on the verge of a crisis. So if she finds her faith and is restored, she might then have the power to resurrect Jon Snow. Yeah. I I really had no idea. I just saw, I know when she took it off, it lit up a little bit, mm-hmm. and then it died. It flared. And I just, as a guess, I thought maybe she might use it to bring Johnson back. I thought about that. Like she put some of. of her life force into it. Yeah. And so she's got to get in the bed and heal, and she'll put that necklace on Jon Snow, and it might bring him back. And then he has to wear a choker for the rest of the time. Yeah. 
<laughs> a little girly looking man anyway. It's like, I can't take him seriously. He's got a red t- ruby choker on. <laughs> uh, I, I just think it's funny because he's like, hey, you know, during this whole time off, they're like, oh, Kit Harrington's not going to be in this season. So he's dead for sure. He's a lot in this episode. Yeah. He did, but he's in there. <laughs> but he's in there. That's the first episode. We'll watch the second one. It was sure. it was a good episode. Um, it had a lot of stuff to say in it. I don't expect a lot from the first mm. one or two anyway. And I wouldn't want I wouldn't want an episode to be ever action packed and mm. people dying because then it's just it doesn't make the, when it happens special. So I understand. There's always going to be lulls and slow points. So now this this show I do like better than Walking Dead. I feel Walking Dead has found itself in its own little rhythm. It it does the same thing through the season. And Game of Thrones, I thought was in into that, but every now and then they'll throw that wrench in there and totally throw you off. Like I'm excited to see where what Brand is doing. Yeah. With all the uh, the three eyed Raven stuff. Yeah. And all that. And see. I don't know. The, I think they'll probably give him the ability to walk because I think he's as tall as Hodor is now. <laughs> the boy shot up like a like a freaking coin. Reed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see where it goes. It's it's been a good show. And like I, I think, said, there's only about two seasons left, so we have a lot of moving to do. So I expect the show to pick up in pace. And when it when it doesn't, it's really going to start to worry me. Yeah. Especially when they have 10 seasons or mm-hmm. 10 episodes a season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not like Walking Dead with 20 or something. Yeah. Right. So that was our Game of Thrones discussion. We're going to watch it tonight and we'll get back with you in a week. This week's episode. Yeah. Um, our winner what? of the contest didn't get back to us unfortunately so he, we couldn't get a hold over yeah so, so he went to he drew again and justin Jake, ferguson justin ferguson um we contacted him we've already heard back mm-hmm. so he'll be getting that soon he's my old GameStop buddy yeah I used to work with him um we're gonna have another one for this week we have some <clears throat> good stuff coming down the pipeline this or, yeah this week's gonna be a batman illustration you do it this week yeah we got civil war this week we can do it for two weeks. So we can let's, let it run. Let's do the contest for two weeks. Okay. We can let it run. We'll let it run for two weeks. It's a Batman illustration by Joe Stroud mm-hmm. on Etsy. She has her own page. Um, you can go to our website, countdowntogeektown.com, and there's a sponsor page on there if mm-hmm. you want to get to her stuff. It's really cool. She does a lot of uh, comic book characters. It's really, really awesome. I want her Dr. Doom cover <laughs> yeah. for sure. There's so many things I like on there. And uh I was thinking, should we make this only for people that listen? So, like, we'll tell them what they need to do, and they do it, other than a post. So, just like, they have to email in, essentially, then. Yeah, essentially. That'd be the only way we'd really yes. hear from it. I don't want to do yes. Skype, because nobody wants to do Skype. Just email us in at countdowntogeektown. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. And that's capital Facebook C. Page. Capital C. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put up a status with our or email on it and that's it yeah so you'll follow it and so we don't have huge numbers of listeners so your chances of winning this awesome art really goes up one in five (laughs) (laughs) essentially yes so if you've stuck around this long and you you will email us 
And let us know what your favorite iteration of Batman is. Whether it's the you know the old Adam West Batman, mm-hmm. uh, a certain run of comic, a certain author or uh, illustrator. Because we're giving away a Batman picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it could be Batman which, versus Superman. Which I desperately wanted to keep the picture, but yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's lucky I got the pictures. So <laughs> I will distribute them. I'm sorry, they're yeah. awesome. Okay, so go and tell us your favorite version of them, and, and you what, know what, what, why you like it so much. Why does it rise above all the others? And it doesn't have to be a big long. Yeah, thing. it's gonna be a random drawing. Yes, you just have to do this to get in. But your odds are ever in your favor on this one because <laughs> yeah. you're looking at maybe twenty, twenty yeah. listeners and. There might be some lazy ones that won't email at all. I mean, if, if you like art, I mean, this girl, her art is very unique as well. Yeah, she is a really cool job. She's based out of England. Mm-hmm. That's where she sent us three different pictures. This is the first one we're going to have as a contest. Mm-hmm. Um, but check her out. Like I said, you can go to our website on and the there's a page. sponsor page. She's the first one on there. Yes. I wanted to do this to reward our listeners that's why i didn't want to put it on a facebook in the future we can do facebook yeah. ones to broaden our scope but i do want it to be about the people that have stuck with us you know we're not the best at this yeah at, by far so you need to pay you to listen yeah. <laughs> basically we pay you in batman basically it's like i'm batman yeah but if if you do that your your chances go greatly up that you're going to win this awesome piece yeah. of art in two weeks from now on the podcast mm-hmm. and only on the podcast we'll announce who the winner is mm-hmm. and then you'll have to contact us again chosen at random just like last time yeah so we'll get you out there and uh like i said this is a uh, pretty awesome artwork you Dumb can check jokes. it out. i mean she has them still it's a print so you can go on there and see mm-hmm. what it looks like yourself mm-hmm. on her website yeah we wouldn't ask for the originals yeah. i mean that would be two three hundred dollars worth yeah. i mean it's it's good art so that's our contest for this week. And like I said, next week is Civil War. Bearing in mind that I don't have to work every day, hopefully I can get out and go see it. Yeah. Um, I'll probably be able to. Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to be next week. Um, do we want to talk about it next week? Spoilers? Yeah. yeah we, we spoil everything. Yeah, we have to stay topical on it. So, yeah. um, so we're going to talk about Civil War next week. We'll have our weekly news. Yeah, I can cut it all out. We'll have our normal weekly news. We'll probably throw in something else we've watched or something mm-hmm. else we're interested in. Yeah. And then we'll break down Civil War. It will mostly be about Civil War yeah. for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking very much forward to it. I hope it lives up to all my hype. From what I've heard, best Marvel movie so far. I saw Kevin Smith posted it as the best mm-hmm. superhero movie ever made. Yeah. Which is a surprise, because if, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you know that he gives almost everything a positive. He yes. always looks for the best yes. and everything. But yeah, he, he they talk pretty bad about Batman vs. Mm-hmm. Superman. I was surprised, yeah. So he said this is the best comic book movie ever mm-hmm. made. So I'm looking forward to it. So, After reading the comic, I, I wasn't as excited, just because I, I don't see it being as big of a big deal. As it is. But I'm still excited. Yeah, yeah. so we... We want to thank you for joining us on episode seven. We were all over the place on this one, a little disheveled. I had that little vacation, but I think it was a pretty good episode as yeah. it turned out. You know, yeah, we, for, thought, we finally really got to talk to football. So yeah. 
and we got a new contest going on only for you folks so two weeks you have you have two weeks to send it in which what would be two weeks from now eric so it would be the 15th you have till may 15th to get those in like I said, it doesn't it doesn't have to be a paragraph or two. It's just yeah, gotta it be, be just one sentence. So who's your favorite? But you who's know. your favorite and why you like him? Yeah, you know, could be that he doesn't go. I'm Batman. Yeah, <laughs> it could be that. But uh, I look forward to seeing all the emails we're gonna get. But thank you guys for joining us for May first, actually. Yep. So uh, this is Jesse. Yeah, this is Eric. And we'll see you later. Check you later. Bye. Check you later. So, post credits. All right, so there was a new story that we left out, and it was actually dealing with Civil War. Now, when you go watch Civil War, everybody knows to stay for Marvel movies. Yeah, almost a majority of comic book movies, but almost all Marvel. Except for DCs. DCs yeah. have now decided to be like, oh, we're not going to have fun. We're too good to do yeah. that. There is two guaranteed scenes at the end of Civil War. So if you stand up in front of me, I'm going to kick you. I'm going to kick you. Yeah. I don't care anymore. I'm getting to that age. Get I really don't punch care. Right in the back of the head. I really don't care. I'll get punched. I don't care. No, I said you're gonna donkey punch them. Um, yeah, I'm pretty big. I'll take them on. Yeah, but there's two, and I'm looking forward to what they set up in this movie to go toward Infinity War. Is that Avengers? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of wanted to talk about our favorite post-credit scene. In a post-credit to in our own podcast. Yep. In a post-credit. Oh, we're going super meta on this yeah. one. We're going, uh, was Inception. Yeah. We're going uh, into limbo. So, so, what is your favorite? My personal favorite was at the end of Avengers. Not the swarm scene. That was added last minute. My personal favorite was when we first saw Thanos. Mm-hmm. It was, it was right at Avengers hype. So... <sighs> It sounds snotty for me to say this, but before Avengers hit it big, not a lot of people was as deep into the comic books yeah. movies as, as they are now. And they weren't also, they had never seen a big assembled cast like that. Yes, of, and they weren't, they liked Iron Man, so they went and saw Avengers, you know, pretty much. So when I saw Avengers and I saw Thanos, I knew instantly who it was when I saw his shoulder pad, you know, but people around me, didn't and you know that was that kinda, was me i didn't know, know. <laughs> well that was and yeah i did i had to tell you who it was and that was kind of something special for me being the fanboy i have been all these years with marvel comics to see somebody on the screen that isn't a huge name player but as it turns out is the biggest and baddest in the universe yeah. almost it's got galactus over him but other than that, I mean, it was just like, oh, this is a post-credit scene. And there had been some pretty good ones before that. Yeah. Like Iron Man with Nick Fury and all that. And the one you're going to talk about is pretty good as well. A little confusing Yeah. at it, first. I kind of don't know the storylines or anything, but just out of nowhere, didn't see it coming. 
and especially the shitty movie. Mm-hmm. But my favorite that I can think of off the top of my head is the end of X Men Three, where the last stand. Yeah, um, Xavier has essentially taken over his brother's body. Yeah, twin brothers, identical. Yeah. And you just hear his voice, and mm-hmm. just hear after seeing Xavier get killed off, which I hated. To hear that, you know, I just I thought it was a really cool scene. Supposedly, his brother was in a coma. Yeah. Which in the comments, his brother is actually Juggernaut, so step brother or half brother or something like that. But supposedly he was in a coma. Maybe this explains why he still can't walk in in the movies. <laughs> um, I guess it, it, that's how they wrote it off. It was poor planning on 20th Century Fox. Again, it seems like the only people that really knows what to do with a long storyline. Is Marvel. Yeah. They planned it out. 20th Century Fox have since made strides. You know, I really liked uh, X-Men um, Days of Future Past. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, re- I really thought they were able to uh, blend in, you know, first class, which was my favorite. And also seeing some of them in their actual costumes, like from the comics. Yes. Some of those. That's really but cool. Brian Singer, I don't know what it is. He still refuses to do the colored costumes. I don't know. I just, yeah. I, it worked. It worked. I don't know why you don't stick with it. Yeah. But. I mean, they did it. Uh, he did this one, right? Apocalypse? No. Uh, no. I thought Singer was doing no. Apocalypse. He did, yeah, he did that, but I thought you meant. No. They still wear the dark costume. Yeah, but, I mean, you can see it with uh, whatever Megan Fox's like... character. You can see her with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jubilee, I think it was. Yes. The 80s mm-hmm. bright yellow jacket. I like that a lot. Yeah. I did like hers. So, what have you seen? So this was our little favorite post-credit scenes. Uh, another one that's really good is the twenty-two Jump Street one. Yeah, the many, many. Yeah, yeah and there's ended. a lot to that one. That's like five minutes. Yeah, so. and then the Winter Soldier with the showing the twins, mm-hmm. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. That's Quicksilver, cool Scarlet Witch, Ant Man. The most recent one before this yeah. had a scene that's in Civil War in it. There's been several of it, but for me, it was Thanos. For you, it was a bald guy in a stretcher. Yeah. I'm just joking. The greatest X-Men. Yeah. For you, it was Charles Xavier coming yeah. back that a whole lot of people didn't know they had an end credit scene on yeah. that one. So. It's crazy. I stay so. for almost every movie just to see if there's yeah. one. I mean, we have since... Just so you know, there's not one in Jungle Book. Because <laughs> okay. we stayed. We, we've stayed quite a bit yeah. in, uh, for a long time. I think uh, uh, Pirates, first Pirates movie was kind of the first time that Hollywood started doing it for sure. The first one I can remember is Ferris Bueller. Yeah. yeah. And there was a nod to it in Daredevil. But this was dogma. our... Yeah. Dogma. dogma. Yeah. yeah. And this was our little own post-credit thing. So, again, yeah. thank you guys for sticking around. Peace. Bye.